This is Jessica Dubillard from QSO VSO, and I'm sitting here with two volunteers that were both in Cameroon together, and I just asked them to introduce themselves. Uh, I'm Sarah Power. I uh, volunteered uh, QSO VSO 2007-2009. And hi, I'm Catherine Cicchini, volunteered as well with QSO VSO 2007-2009 in Cameroon as a school development advisor. Great. Now, Sarah, what was it that you were doing before you went overseas with QSO VSO? Uh, before I went overseas, I was a student. Um, I finished my undergrad uh, from Carleton University in Human Rights and Law, and I was just looking for some real on-the-ground experience to kind of um, apply what I had learned. Um, so I went overseas with QSO VSO through the um, CETA uh, international Youth Internship Program, um, which was originally a six-month placement. So it was really just uh, the perfect opportunity for me, who was a very recent grad and just wanting some real experience. What about you, Catherine? Uh, I was living in Ottawa, working in the federal government and doing some volunteer work in the community, um, but I was hoping to study at OISE, and I saw that they wanted you know, experience, and I thought that doing an internship with QSOVSO would be a great chance to get some overseas experience. Fantastic. And so what was it like? What did it look like when you landed in Cameroon? Did you guys travel over together or was it...? Yeah, took the plane together, <laughs> took the train, yeah. the bus, another bus. Yeah, it was a long journey together, so it was nice to have company. Yeah, we did all our training together before, so uh, we knew one another well. Shared a hotel room. Shared another hotel room when we got there, I think. Yeah, <laughs> it really is a long process before even getting to volunteer. Yeah. And it was you know, a week of you know, training and cross-cultural training, and then uh, even overseas there was still another training component. So before actually getting to your placement, you see a lot. <laughs> yeah. And uh, in terms of what it looked like, i say it was um, different. Um, but even just the eyes that you see it with, I remember getting to the capital, um, Yaoundé, and um, I mean, everything obviously was so different to where I had just been in Canada. Um, and uh, then going up north for, you know, uh, a few months and then going back down at Christmas time just for a little vacation and realizing that um, it's uh, uh, even, even what I had seen uh, down south um, in the capital uh, was completely different now that I had had a different experience up there. So. Yeah, the yeah, far first north. impressions are are really interesting. <laughs> yeah, and the far north was really distinct. We landed in the south, you know, lush forests, lots of fruits and vegetables, and then once we got up north, it really was a different. And we could see why we were there. There was a big need for for us to be there. And what was it that you were both doing? Uh, we were the first volunteers to be working on the participatory school development plan. So. There was no plan. We were there to put it together, to develop it with the local communities, and it really was a participatory process. Uh, the community was really involved in defining what the plans would be, uh, what activities they wanted to do, and what issues they wanted to address. So it really was a collaborative project with the community, and we depended on them just as much as they did on us for, for this to come, come to. And in your time there, were the plans created, was or was the process started? What what was the end result, I guess, after you left, what mark was made? Um, well, we were 
We were in separate communities working on uh, the same project, and they had it going on in about a dozen communities all over the far north province. Um, at the end, uh, the goal kind of at the end of uh, you know, six months to a year was to have a plan developed, and it was a five-year plan for the school um, with kind of some long-term goals of what they wanted to see achieved. Um, to improve the school, the conditions, the um, teaching quality. And uh, then within that, we also made a one-year, more specific, detailed plan that um, was going to be implemented by the next volunteer to take over. And I guess we should say also that we worked with uh, national volunteers as well, one-on-one, um, -on -one. so they stayed. Uh, m many of them stayed with the project throughout. So now it's in its, just entering its fourth year, um, and uh, VSO is uh, still in most of the communities and, uh, and carrying them out. Yeah, I think the national volunteer component was probably what made it, or what makes it a sustainable project. Mm -hmm. you know, these national volunteers are men and women. Uh, the second year was a lot more women than men mm -hmm. uh, working as our colleagues, and they were really invested in the communities. You know, like their children went to the schools, so they had you know, a really vested interest in keeping this project going and they provided us with a lot of the skills and knowledge on the schools, on the community, so they were really instrumental uh, to getting the project started and ensuring its uh, progress. Yeah. Fantastic. So are you guys still in touch with your, your colleagues and partners back in Cameroon to see how this has progressed? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They still, yeah, keep in touch. Uh, cell phones allows us to keep in touch. So yeah, get a <clears throat> text once in a while or yeah, um, calling for you know the the various celebrations or whatever. And uh, and yeah, you really kind of working that closely with someone and who had such a big impact on on your experience and um, on how you kind of got to know the community. It's just it's. It is kind of a relationship that will always last. So we got to meet their families, you know, their their children if they had any. So it really, like, we really formed a close relationship, and it went beyond work. They were also kind of our support, our social support in the community. Imagine being plopped into this rural village, you know, no other uh, contact. So they really were our kind of our colleague, but also our, our best friend. I think the, the term they gave them was counterparts. You know, it really was. Yeah. They really were. We always were together. Yeah. Fantastic. And now that you both are back in Canada for some time now, what's what's been the impact that your experience with QSO VSO has had on you personally, your career, anything? Um, well, in my case, it definitely enabled me to get into OISE. So now I'm, I find that I'm able to, um, you know, get a lot of theoretical background or backing to the practical experience I had overseas. Yeah. And I find I have a little more of a critical perspective and things are a lot more relevant because I live them and I can relate them to my personal experience. And I'm, I'm studying uh, with Kat, it's the, I say for jargon's sake, the Ontario Institute for Studies of Education uh, at uh, University of Toronto. And um, I, uh, yeah, I agree, everything Everything is just feels so relevant to my experience there, and I feel like I can bring in um, a lot of of what I learned and, and kind of what I saw over there. And uh, I mean, the combination of that and then going back to school and uh, now almost being done with school has really made me want to uh, go back, go back. And, you know, <laughs> not not 
necessarily to Cameroon, maybe to Cameroon, maybe elsewhere, but really just uh, have another experience like that because I think every time it's going to, you're going to bring something new and fresh to it and uh, um, overall a very, very positive uh, experience and it has left me with like a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of knowledge, a lot of skills. Great. Well, thanks so much for sharing your experiences with us and uh, good luck. Thanks. Thank you.